0: Welcome to the Tarvalon Talks podcast, <laughs> post JordanCon 2023. We're all alive. We're going to talk about it. We are tired. There you go. That's our intro.
1: Every April, just outside of Atlanta, Georgia, League of Time fans gather for JordanCon. Join us as our hosts sit down for a much-deserved break after the last day of JordanCon to discuss their weekend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so where do we want to start? Are we want to do chron- like chronologically, or do, you do we just want to like, while, like go around the circle and we talk about our our favorites? Or I think it'd be interesting if we all talked about how many JordanCons we've attended. Ooh, that'd be a, a good one. Necessary. Yeah. Yep. Let's start with. Uh... This table is You're uneven. going last. <laughs> this okay. table
2: is very uneven for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right.
3: Diana, you wanna go first? Uh, this is my second JordanCon. My first as a member of TarValon.net. This is my second JordanCon as well. Diana and I went last year.
0: That was actually the reason why we joined TarValon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was great. This is my second JordanCon, but I was technically a member of the site last year as well as this year because I joined in February of last year, so I've been a member of Tarvalon.net for both of my JordanCons.
2: So if we add up all the times that you guys have gone, that is still less than half of the total times that I have attended, which at this point is 14. Because the only year that I missed was the July year that they did after COVID.
1: Mm. And I only
2: missed that one because I didn't hear about it until after the tickets all sold out.
1: Mm. And... I'm the same as Thad and only technically I just planned the July one and didn't attend because of my help and I had to confirm whether or not I was going to be on site before I could determine the level of risk so I had to say no.
2: So between the two of us almost 30 years of Jordan Con. Yes I mean
1: (laughs) technically oh I guess did you you never came to Dragon Con's Wheel of Time track.
2: I used to go to the Wheel of Time track at Dragon mm-hmm. Con back in the day, yeah. I just never
1: remember meeting
2: you. No, 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 no. that was when you're I was quiet. just, I'm quiet, I'm in the back. So,
3: question. From this conversation, it sounds like Jordan Con grew out of that track.
1: Yes. Yeah, it absolutely did. For many years, Jennifer Liang, with the help of her ever-indulgent husband, Jimmy, ran a track dedicated to the Wheel of Time programming at Dragon Con which was a little unusual because it was such a niche topic. And it was just, they went one day and they're like, this is neat. We should see if they do Wheel of Time. And they're like, sure, we'll give you a room in the basement that's actually a closet. <laughs> <laughs> and and for, I think, seven years, seven or eight years, she ran a very successful track where we talked about the Wheel of Time ad nauseum. Did it ever and, eventually move out of that room and closet? We got a slightly bigger closet <laughs> still in the basement. Oh, you know what? I think the last couple of years we actually got a ballroom. Yeah,
2: the the, the, the last two were in the, the Western. Yeah, we're in the Western ballrooms.
1: Which but they pretty nice. But they actually just put storage in their room after that.
3: <laughs> so still a closet.
1: Yeah, and for many years I I went I started out helping out unofficially, and then I was staff at the Wheel of Time track for the last couple of years, and then. They moved away from having such niche programming topics. And Jennifer was like, hey, you know, we should do our own con and have it our whole weekend just for us at a hotel. And Jimmy says, no, that's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And she said it again. And he's like, no, that's stupid. And she said it again. And finally, he's like, fine, we'll do it and we'll see. And... Here we are. Yeah, here we are. Later. 15 years later.
2: I mean, I mean, first year at the Alpharetta Embassy Suites up in Alpharetta, Georgia. It was only about 150 people that showed up yeah. roughly, you know, yeah. some, I want to say 100. It was
1: 150 people. about. Yeah. I mean, that's about 100 people more than I thought. Yeah. So <laughs> here,
2: I went and I was just like I didn't know that there were that many people in this area that were into Wheel of Time because for me at that time, I didn't know anybody personally. And this year, they finally reached four-digit numbers for attendance. It is almost 10 times larger than it was the first year.
1: 1,115, I think. Nice.
0: That is awesome. Is that max capacity for Jordan
1: Con? Well, when you add on all of the staff and guests, yeah.
2: I'm pretty sure the attendance doubled from last year, too.
1: Yeah, last year we capped it because we sold as many tickets, but a fair number of those were ones that had transferred from 2020 and never yep. got picked up or one reason or another didn't show up. So we had about eight or 900 last year. So it's not quite double. It
3: really didn't, for me, it didn't actually feel like this year was more crowded than last year. Except for the dealer hall, but in a good way. Yes. The dealer hall was fuller, I want to say. But in terms of like seating at the panels, attendance at events and stuff, it, it felt at a, a About for me anyway, it it felt like it was about the same level that it was last year, which I think is really great because obviously you added a whole bunch more people, Mm -hmm. but it still didn't really feel like that much
1: more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they really seem to spread out across the different programming tracks, which is nice because I personally get to host every single one of them that decides to come to opening ceremonies. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't have 15 or uh, 1,115 seats. (laughs) <laughs> i think our capacity there is a little over 500 i can't remember the total but so it's a little less than half or a little more than half. i don't know i can't math it's been a really long weekend
2: you've had a lot going on so it's yeah. yeah. understandable yeah, yeah. I-, I do believe you also won an award this weekend
1: yes i did um every year at jordan Pond, they give away the hero of the horn awards they started doing them i can't remember how many years now it's
2: been a while
1: maybe we started it year four or five mm-hmm. and they have three categories they give one to a professional that has worked with the con in a certain way so the first year they gave it to harriet and then brandon and so on and forth didn't jason yeah. denzel get it yeah jason got it a year a couple years ago maybe last year was michael livingston mm-hmm. and then another one is given to a community or fan group and uh what was it this year the
0: little band of the red
1: Hands. yes, yes. oh right right the the people that donated so much to the from me they were, mm-hmm. they were
2: kind of a covert secret group that even the Liangs didn't know about.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I still don't know who they are. Well, <laughs> other, other than the fact that they got up and got the award, <laughs> I, I didn't know anything about that. And then the other one is to a volunteer, and it is a little special because it's it was renamed a few years ago to the Steve Godecki Memorial Volunteer Award after a very dear friend of ours who worked at Jordan Con for many, many years who lost his lifelong battle with cancer a few years ago and that award went to me <laughs> yeah, <I did>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and i got so emotional i broke my glasses <laughs> <laughs> And I've been fighting to keep them on my face, all weekend. The green tape just really
0: matches your hair, so.
1: Yeah, I got that for the Saturday night dance stuff. It was black light reactive tape that came with all our decorations. I'm like, that's going on my glasses. Well, I
2: mean, we don't want you hogging all the limelight here because we have somebody else here that's won an award this weekend. Our our very own uh, Marienda, our second Spearmaster of JordanCon.
0: Yeah, that was. uh, I was really excited about that. I. Again, this has been my second con, so you two, bad and Doll, correct me if I say something wrong. But last year at my first con, I showed up to the Blademaster thing thinking it was going to be like a demonstration, like with actual blades or something. Kind of like a, or maybe even a LARPing thing.
2: And that's where they got you.
0: That's where they got me. So I cut like, so last year I show up, I realize it's an actual tournament and they've got blades, which are much longer and heavier. And I just don't, I personally don't have the upper body strength to wield them, but then they have spears and like spears I can do. And so I was like, I don't know anybody here. So if I make a complete fool of myself, I'm, I'm not going to care. So I did it. And last year, I, I, my cosplay was as a maiden of the spear. And I made it to the finals. And the guy that I went up against in the finals was also dressed as an IEelman. So that was just kind of perfect. He ended up winning. And it was great. It was wonderful. Everybody had really good sportsmanship. Uh, I, was still, I was still really bummed. And then when I went home from the con, about a week later, I tore my ACL. And without knowing anything about what the recovery time or the surgery or, or anything like that would be, my first thought was, and the first thing I, I uh, told my husband was, I can't participate in the spear competition <laughs> next year. I was more upset about that than you know not being able to walk. But surgery went fine. Recovery went fine. So I was gunning for that Spearmaster title for this year. I dressed up as, uh, as a maiden of the spear again. And sure enough, the it was a completely different person. But the the guy that I went up against in the final was another Aielman. <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. The audience was absolutely perfect. As soon as we walk out there, he and I simultaneously, without planning it, both raise our black veils at the exact same time. <laughs> And I don't know who said it, but somebody screams from the audience, wash the spears.
2: (laughs) That's that's wonderful.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it was really great. But now and this is this is not a bad thing because I'm obviously going to come back next year. But I get to be at the front of the room as a spear master so that when the contestants, whoever wins that part, they then get to challenge one of the masters in a final bout. And so I get to stand up there with the Masters and be up for selection, I guess. We saw a video
3: of your bout against the Master to, like, confirm that you were a Spear Master. And that bout was about 30 seconds long. You you killed it. it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You were so good. It was fun. It was fun. So, yeah, if anybody's listening, feel free to show up next year. I'll be waiting. (laughs) So what panels did you guys go to or, you know, if you went to a lot of panels, like which ones were your favorite?
3: Bond, Balefire, Igloo, always in my top (laughs) Not a surprise to anybody. But my favorite panel this year was reading The Wheel of Time from a writing and editing perspective. And as a writer and editor myself, I can't turn my brain off ever when I'm reading something that's as well written and that I care about as much as Wheel of Time. And the two panelists, um, I believe their names are Preeti and Jen, are two members of the um, publishing industry and writers as well. And they apparently go through and read six to eight chapters at a time of The Wheel of Time, and they have a podcast where they talk about it. The from, podcast, I believe, is called Harvalen um, or Bust? Yes. Ah, nice. uh, and they know they pronounce it wrong, so is pronouncing <laughs> yeah. it the way
1: they pronounce I, it. Yes. <laughs> I, I want that
3: disclaimer there. <laughs> I, was,
1: I was kind of wondering... I yep. am pronouncing it the way they
3: pronounce it. <laughs> yep. Um, but they they will go through and say like you know, here's why this paragraph works for this characterization. Here's why this paragraph doesn't work from a characterization perspective. And like maybe like we're really struggling with this character right now. Here's why we're struggling with them. Or we love this one character and here's why they're like really working and popping off the page for us. And that is exa- everything we were saying is exactly. How I think about The Wheel of Time as I'm reading it. I can't wait to listen to their podcast when I do my eventual reread once season two is done airing. It was so informative and so interesting, and they just seemed great. Yeah, that was a panel that I really enjoyed. There was also a panel today, Sunday, about alien invasions and alien invasions depicted in like media. Which was great. The panelists all had really interesting things to say, and there were some great recommendations like for books and as an avid reader, like that was something that I really appreciated so that was that was great.
0: I went to a panel called Myths and Legends, and I forget all the panelists, but James Nettles, Gerald Coleman, and Michael Livingston were a part of the panel, and it was absolutely fascinating as they were examining. They really didn't talk about legends at all whatsoever, which was fine. They really focused heavily on the myths, but they were talking about, well, what constitutes a myth and what does having a myth mean for a society or a culture? How do myths change over time? Which myths are underrepresented? You know, there's only so much you can talk about Greek and Roman mythology or even Norse for that matter. And it was just really, really fascinating. I think the, the one thing that I really took away from that discussion was how as a society or as a culture changes over time, so do the myths because the myths have to, are, are adapted to how that society or culture thinks and what they believe. And I, the thing that popped into my head immediately, whenever that was said is the TV sh- is the t- both the TV show and the book American gods, but in the TV show, they have a much heavier emphasis on the God of technology as an American God. And I was like that, that right there, I mean, granted it's a it's a fictional book written by Neil Gaiman, but that itself is a perfect example for what these panelists were saying. So it was just really interesting to have that high level of an intellectual conversation around mm-hmm. mythology.
3: I think that's a really interesting point, especially because like when American Gods was first written, which was like 20 years ago or so, like it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a pretty old book by this point. Mm-hmm. Technology was not at the point that it is, and it was adapted much more recently, mm-hmm. so that's a change that makes a lot of sense. Yeah,
2: yeah, for we sure. You know, as, as, they, or as Robert Durden says in The Wheel of Time,
3: <laughs> Yes. Ages
2: come and pass, leaving memories that become legends. <laughs> legends yes. fade to myth, and even the myth is long forgotten when the age that gave birth to it comes again. Touche.
1: Touche. I mean, <laughs> much like Tolkien The Wheel of Time was meant to be an updated American myth, mm-hmm. the way that Lord of the Rings was meant to be a British myth. Mm-hmm.
2: And in, in turn to that, I come to Jordan Con because I love Wheel of Time content. That's what I'm here for. Those are the panels I go to. This year, I feel like there were overall a touch less than there were last year, because of the release of the TV show. Because there was like 20 panels on just the TV shows last year compared mm-hmm. to this year. Yeah. But um, this year, I went to several of them, like Wheel of Time, Tech in the Age of Legends, tour, which was just kind of a discussion panel on you know Songriel, Trongriel, and all that kind of stuff, how it could have existed. How it affected the lives of the residents at the time. And um, I, I believe they got onto a conversation like if we lost stoves, would we know how to cook anymore?
0: As long as we have an Instapot and an air fryer, we're fine.
1: (laughs) Were none of you Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts?
2: I'm an Eagle Scout.
1: Okay, so we can cook. Yeah, we can cook.
3: I only made it to being a brownie. I go backpacking every year, so...
1: Okay, so (laughs) I'm screwed. you'll come (laughs) with with me. We got three out of five.
2: We've got a Spearmaster here. They they obviously... I'll just kill shit. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I I guess that means... Well, I'm not going to say that. (laughs)
3: for not roasting me on the pod. I appreciate
2: it. But um, two two of my favorites this year were kind of the more sillier panels because there was the Wheel of Time game show uh, Watchtionary that they do every year. I forget who exactly it was. It was Brother Dan of The Way of the Leaf that does it. And they they play Pictionary with Wheel of Time references. So they'll have an art and quote unquote artist up at the front that gets a prompt and they have to draw something. And, you know, for example, one of them would have been wool-headed sheep herder. And they try to, you know, make it as vague as possible to keep the person guessing. And then they have another segment called Italian Villa, Pharma, Medication, or Wheel of Time Name. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll put a random name up, and you have to guess which of the three things it is. One example, the name was uh, Johannes, and everybody was yelling Italian Village, obviously. Italian Village, Italian Village. Mm-hmm. And that's what the guy guessed. And they were like, nope, sorry, that is an oral contraceptive.
0: Wow, <laughs> that, that. <laughs> they went deep with that
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, the only panel I actually attended and saw the whole thing of would have been the one that I ran, like actually ran, like I like was. Like you were the moderator. Yes, yeah, so I was the moderator, not just behind the scenes trying to hide from everybody. Mm-hmm. This might be a copyright violation, so I'm hoping that um, Bravo is not listening. Mm-hmm. Project Runway, Jordan Kahn, mm-hmm. and it's a silly little thing that we. I stole the idea from, I think it was Rachel, did it years ago and they had some leftover scrap fabric that they needed to get rid of and they joked that they should do Project Runway at Jordan Con and they brought it and they they made people duct tape and glue together a costume in the panel and then our judges judged them like, him gone and the judges on Project <laughs> Runway. We still had this lots of extra fabric and it was just laying in the storage room for all these years doing nothing. Finally we decided to resurrect it last year and it was so much fun that we did it again mm. and we did we used the theme of the weekend which was Tuatha Khan mm. and we all had them do their best Tink outfit when that they had some very beautiful tinker outfits, including one woman that put together like a fully constructed bodice and skirt. Wow. Yeah. Like she cut it out and glued together the seams. Wow. With well, hot yes. So she was our winner. We we <laughs> gave every like we we gave out three awards. We had three teams. <laughs> 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 and uh, but she got our be- the best o- overall and makes sense. Part of the tradition we, we it's sort of a tradition now because I forgot to get award prizes for the first year. <laughs> We we decided to do it again this year, and me and Rachel just sat down and made ribbons for everybody from scraps of fabric while they were doing it. On yes. theme. <laughs> yeah, she's in. She does SCA and the heraldry, and she made some actually really professional-looking ribbons in just ten, fifteen, twenty minutes with a glue gun and not much else. No. <laughs> so, the rest so. of the time, I was just running around trying to manage three different rooms
2: you definitely go above and beyond for this con yeah
1: yeah, yeah. i, I yeah. keep being told that <laughs> <laughs> it <keeps being> true <laughs> and you have an award now to prove it <laughs> apparently, apparently apparently and a, a very gushing speech that made me cry and break Ooh. my glasses
0: <laughs> so then outside of panels what has been your favorite events or situation or happening at the con
3: I'm going to be sappy for a hot second. Um, and it's going to be meeting you guys Aww. for the first time. Oh, yeah. Like...
2: This, yeah, this is our first real big this, face yeah. To face yeah, like,
3: yeah, we talk at least once a week, sometimes twice a week for the last six months mm-hmm. and like literally I felt like I was meeting family yeah. for the first time when I'm going to start hearing up <laughs> when I met you guys because I was like oh my god like my talking top- one talks people like the people who <laughs> listen to my unhinged ravings about this book series and show I love them <laughs> so I was meeting you guys yeah I, I kind of have to agree there like last year was wonderful right last year great time obviously no hesitation in coming back but this year it really felt a lot like coming home and in the sense that it, I felt more part of the community because like, there's you guys, there's all of the the people from the site that we now know. And so that's been really, really wonderful.
0: Yeah, I mean, kind of what you just said Fenya, you know, last year was being the first year not knowing anybody except for The handful of people that I talked to the most on Taralyn.net and finally get to meet them face to face. And then the people I drove down here with. But outside of that, I didn't know anybody. But... I made it a point, and being an introverted person, I made it a point to get out of my comfort zone and just meet as many people as I possibly could. For me, it was relatively easy because there's so many nerds here, <laughs> and it was perfect. And, and it everyone was everyone at this con is so nice. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. Everybody's just so nice, and it's not it's not not weird to just be like, "Hey, how are you?" And so last year, you know, I I volunteered a lot. And that was also really key to being able to meet as many people as possible. So, kind of what you said, Fenya, coming back this year, it was it was super easy. Like even if I didn't remember people's names because I'm also horrific with names, we recognize faces and we're like, "You, you, what's your name again?" Awesome. And it was like, you know, even if I hadn't talked to them at all over the past year, it was like it was like we had. So it was really all of that. This. This whole weekend long, but then my second favorite thing is the Tinker Rave, the dance <laughs> on set on you Saturday went, night.
2: You went hard.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, I did. <laughs> it was totally worth it. It was awesome. You,
2: I, I, I would just look out there sometimes and see you bouncing around with your little glow stick bunny ears.
1: Did everybody like the lights and the glow sticks? Oh yeah, it, it was, was great. It was oh, awesome. It was, did you do that? I, 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 we put them all out. Um, a couple like a month ago, the Langs messaged me and. Jen Haubman and said if we bought a bunch of glow sticks and a bunch of glow in the dark stuff and lights and would you want, be able to decorate the dance this year? And I'm like, well, yeah we'll figure it out. So that, that was us throwing together some decorations at the very last minute. It
0: was so much fun.
1: I thought it looked good when, when I left. Yeah. Oh, it looked
0: great. I especially
2: loved that they put up the Lord of Chaos backdrop from last year, and they hung the DJ of Chaos sign <laughs> above, above Paul's DJ station. I that I absolutely loved. That's 100
1: percent that. Paul. Yeah, that, that is. That was 100 percent him. I didn't know what was happening, and it came, and I'm With like, Paul, you yes. never
0: know what's happening until it's happening. Yeah. So All Our Bass are actually playing All Your Bass Are Belong to Us <laughs> as a song people would dance to. <laughs> that, is, that was definitely the most unhinged thing, I, and, and it was perfect. I loved it. <laughs> unhinged things.
3: <laughs> there, was <that>. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> there was, so obviously there was the, the Ask Wheel of Time on Prime anything panel where mm. they sent in, a video introducing some new cast members. And one of those cast members oh. had a video. And she's, I- Rima, I think is her name. She plays the new Sherium. Rima Tewiata, And I'm probably horribly mispronouncing her name. So apologies in advance. Or just apologies, I guess not in advance. <laughs> she had this video, like 11 out of 10, no notes. It was perfect, it, but it was wild.
2: It was the most <laughs> surreal thing I've, I think I've seen in a while. Her introduction was just... Her talking about her in a, in a flat, flat tone the entire time she was talking.
3: Almost as if she was narrating, like, a sleep podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and she was
2: just approaching trees, and embra- them. embracing them, <laughs> laying in weird positions, and I was just like, what is going on? It, it,
0: it was, like, like, this mix between, like, a spiritual guru video and a Wes Anderson film. Like... It was like a mix of the two and it was, it was perfect. Initially,
3: like I was, I was like, what, what is this? This is weird. And then as it kept going and she kept continuing like the bit, (laughs) I was like, this is great. I love it. (laughs) She's going to be wonderful.
1: I have a confession. Have you not seen it? The video is literally on my laptop.
3: You are in for a treat. (laughs) Yes, you are.
1: I was too busy running around trying to get the costume contest prejudging running and getting everything set up for it. And I was going to watch it in my room after I got back, like after everything was done. And after I set up the decorations for the dance party, I went up to my room and I sat down and I stared at the wall for like six hours. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
0: I wanna I wanna hear what Dad's favorite thing from this weekend is, but do you mind if we if we discuss the video or is that no, gonna be no, no,
3: no, no. I've okay. heard most of it. And I'm I'm sorry, I totally like hijacked the conversation. Oh, no, nice. no,
0: you're good, you're good.
2: Yeah. But uh for, for me, I mean I've been coming for a long time. So unlike you three, I've, me and Dahl have been meeting tower people for over a decade here. Mm. Uh Twenty years for me. Twenty years for you. Not quite as long for me, since I didn't join the site until 2016. Even though I had been going to Jordan Con since 2009, but I, it's you know five plus years for me at the convention itself. It's always great to see uh, people from the site coming in, and I mean I'm I'm a very quiet and non-confrontational person, so I will just keep walking unless someone really like calls out my name. It's just like hey,
0: hey. <laughs>
3: That's why you have Diana. <laughs> she will do that for you. She will. She
0: absolutely will. <laughs> she will literally walk down the hallway, and Michael Livingston is walking in the opposite direction, and she'll say, "Hey, that's Michael Livingston." <laughs> I Even though one point he's like,
3: he walked past into one of my friends, I was like, "Hey, it's your bestie."
1: <laughs> Would it be awful to say that my favorite part was staring at the wall for six hours? No. <laughs>
3: You Talk. gotta do what you gotta do when you're you, here, doll. You are allowed. If you said your favorite part was what it ended, yeah, like that's, that's understandable.
1: <laughs> it, 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 that is when it starts to feel good. And I mean, technically, I won't really feel good about the weekend for another three weeks when we wrap everything, because I'm gonna be sitting here like in the next couple of days. I'm going to start writing down everything I want to change <laughs> and all the things that went, quote unquote, wrong this weekend mm-hmm. that everybody claims they don't notice. I don't believe them.
3: We don't notice. We, we do not notice. Okay. I mean, I, I can I can't honestly, think of honestly tell you. a single thing. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing wrong is that it's not like the entire year. Oh God! <laughs>
1: no, Please, we no. want all to not can't. die. Yeah. so... <laughs> I, I am not
3: going to walk for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. I I would love to spend time in this atmosphere for mm-hmm. entire years but I, d- I don't want you to be exhausted for an entire year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're spilled like a Jordan Con Con you know? yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If that might end porn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But,
2: actually, but the thing that I like the most about the con, you know, just, just despite meeting other tower people, is I just love coming and hanging out with other Wheel of Time fans. That's 100% what I'm here for. There's plenty of other tracks to do. There's the maker tracks, charity tracks, the author alley and stuff like that. But every year I come, it's always Wheel of Time is on my brain. Because that is 100% what I'm here for. So I love seeing the stuff like the Igloo Bond, Balefire, the Watchnary, the Project Runway stuff, just the various things. I'm liking that we're seeing more content creators for Wheel of Time stuff now, too. Because mm-hmm. for the longest time, it was Dragonmount and Tarvalon. And now we're actually starting to get a lot of newer people in on it. And one of the panels I went to was a podcast, was
0: podcasters doing
2: podcasts about reading the series for the first time.
0: Saw that one. And that yeah. one was really
2: good because it was it was three different podcast people that were that were all talking about it. I I, I wish I could remember the names of all of them, but I think the Wee the Wheel Weaves is one of them. It's a husband wife duo and they're and they're and I think the husband may have read it and the wife is reading it for the first time. But it's it's I like hearing what people think about it now because mm-hmm. I have been reading the series for almost thirty years at this point. It's a very different age because when I started reading it. There was no real way to find out the information online because Tarvalon didn't exist until 2000, and I was reading the I was reading in the mid to late 90s. I think Watmania was in, existed in the late 90s. I was a part of that for a little while. Dragon Mount was has been around since 98, and I would come and go on that site sometimes to see about stuff. But it is a very good time to be a Wheel of Time fan. Like yeah, really not is. not even even if you take away the TV show, it's a good time to be a yeah. way, Wheel of Time fan.
3: Speaking of the TV show, though. Yeah. Um. We
2: ready
0: to dive into that?
1: I, I just want to, in all seriousness, like, my favorite thing really is, like, as much as I joke about how exhausted I am and I just wanted to stare at the wall, my favorite thing is watching everybody have so much fun and making community and knowing that, you know, I was able to create that along with my friends and we truly have something magical here. Like, it is one of the most welcoming, most understanding, most accepting, and like how diverse it's becoming, I'm so happy that we have this community, and I hope it keeps growing. And I welcome you all to the family. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and please go join the Facebook group.
3: Yes. Before we pivot to the show, I want to say thank you so much to you and the rest of the staff. Yeah. You're doing what you do Absolutely. year yeah. after year, Diane and day out to make this con happen, to make it the, such a welcoming place. Like I think that that's a reflection of you guys. And how incredible you are at running this convention so mm-hmm. like it couldn't happen without you and like we know that <laughs> and i just want to say like hats off to you guys yeah <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. you're very Absolutely. welcome <laughs> all right let's let's dive into the show
2: i want to hear your take on this uh-huh. be, being the most uh, vocal of all of us <laughs> <laughs> the
3: show the show band. Diana has thoughts. <laughs> um, so I uh, am super excited. So they announced four new cast members. We already talked about Rima Te Wiata as Sherian. There's also Maja Simmonson. I'm going to mispronounce every name. So sorry. As Chiad, Raga Ragnars as Bane, and Jay Duffy as Dane Bornhold. The maidens were so cute. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I cannot Wonderful. wait for
2: them. And it was it was a shadow drop too of, of them mm-hmm. bringing in it because they didn't even go like, you know, they didn't introduce the actor and say they will be playing. It's just, they just showed them in character. Yes.
1: Yeah. I did in, see that.
3: In full costume yeah. doing maiden hand talk. Oh, and my they God. started the video saying welcome to JordanCon and signing maiden hand talk at the same time. Oh, The room lost their mind. I'm still losing my mind as you can hear. It was incredible. <laughs> Then they had Jay Duffy kind of, like, do an intro where he was just, like, in a room recording himself. And I was like, okay, there's Galad. Maybe we'll get Gawain, too? And then he was like, I'm Dane Bornhold. And my brain was so broken (laughs) by the fact that if you don't know what Jay Duffy looks like, pause us or don't. Go look up Jay Duffy, Wheel of Time actor. He's stunningly
0: gorgeous. He is the prettiest white cloak. Mm -hmm. I mean... If, and, and if that's the bar that they're setting, like... What,
2: you don't like Valda's um, smile?
0: Uh, <laughs> I Valda's also attractive. I <laughs> mean, yeah. that actor's attractive, but... Uh. Okay, so if we take those two together, what? Uh, how are they going to up that for Goan and Galad?
3: I don't know. I just think it's really mean of them to like make me have the hots for a white cloak.
0: No, I, I think that's rude. Yeah. How
3: rude. But yeah, so I, I literally forgot who Dane Bornhold was for a hot second. What? As he <laughs> as he introduced himself, I was like, Who? Because I was so sure he was gonna say Galad that my brain just could not process. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then we had the unhinged introductory (laughs) video. Then they, like, Rafe and Sarah Nakamura, who is the book consultant for the show, were sitting in an undisclosed set that they said is going to feature heavily in season two and a little bit in season three. My personal fan theory is that it's going to be the Stone of Tear. Same. I heard a couple of people say that it's going to be Ruidian, Mm. and I just want to say right now that if they do Falma and the Stone of Tear, and Ruidian in season two, season two is going to be unhinged. Yes, <laughs>
0: it's too much. It's
3: too much. So it, it's too much. There's no way that's Ruidian, but by all means, let's be really, really excited about what <laughs> so we, watch think we're and going. Find we out. we will watch <laughs> and find
0: out. Someone else had the theory, though. It was brought up during the panel where they shared this video that it could also be where the Accepteds mm. in the White Tower take their test. I liked that theory. I like that theory too. I was not a fan of the Ruidian theory because even though the pillars that were in the background, those, like the pillars at Ruidian are out, outside.
3: And glass, they're glass yes. colors. Yes, yes, exactly.
0: So I'm a, I'm a, I, I agree, I'm a much bigger fan of the Stone of Tear theory, but I could buy the Accepted Test theory, perhaps. I think I do want to go back and revisit the maidens though, because Avienda actually looked and talked and felt like she was the more like, responsible one of the three, because it was Bane, Chiad, and Avienda all taught, all in the same um, video shots. And Bane and Chiad were chaos. Like they were. Um, the mischievous ones in the way that they were talking. Um, One of the questions that they asked during the video. So back up what we had the chance to do uh, as a Jordan con community um, is we were able to send in questions and those questions were then sent to Amazon and various actors from the show respond. They didn't respond to all of them because there were just so many, but they picked out some for the actors to respond to. And one of the questions that was asked was, if you could it was something to the effect of if you could take a production prop home with you, what would you take? And it immediately in in all of the responses to that question, it immediately cut to the maidens and all at the same time they said, Spears. <laughs> I was like, naturally.
3: Of course. Another great maiden answer was what is your favorite type of Trolloc? And they started with Daniel Henney, who has talked at length about how much he loves the Trolloc stuntmen and like how incredible their team is and blah 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 and then he did mention like his favorite trolloc design and then it cut to the maidens and avienda was just like my favorite type of trolloc is a dead one and then they cut to the next question <laughs> and it was so good she was stone-faced it was amazing oh
1: my
3: God. <laughs> the video is great it's online um we won't spoil the whole thing for you go watch it
2: go check out the JordanCon Twitter they've got it po- they've got links posted to everything you could need so you can find what you need there what it
3: does not contain is a season 2 release date oh.
0: And Rafe was not nice about that. <laughs> he was not.
3: <laughs> not like not, he, was, he was, like, teasing. not. Yeah, okay. yeah, he wasn't rude. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he, Rafe is never rude. not
0: rude. That no, you. no. He I, was teasing, but it's rude still. It is. Thank you. <laughs> I also
3: think at, at the time of, at least yesterday, because I was the one who was doing the Twitter account for tarvalon.net for this weekend, and as of yesterday, I don't think that the video had subtitles. Mm. But if you go on to Twitter, a user has like compiled all of that information. information. Oh, nice. So you can you can find that. Way as to well. go, internet! Yeah.
0: Um, one of the also cool things about the video that has ac- a- absolutely nothing to do with the content of the video at all is that I was sitting next to one of my good friends. Is on the communication staff for JordanCon. And she's sitting there and she has her laptop and she's typing out a tweet. And I asked her, I was like, so do you get to like tweet things out as the video is going? She goes, oh, no, 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 no. But what we're allowed to do is that when we hit play on the video, Khan gets to send out a tweet announcing that the video is being shared. And then Amazon will share that, will retweet that tweet. And what's cool is that we are the exclusive people of this video. Like nobody else in the world gets to see this video for about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so there is, an, there is an embargo on the video and the content of the video until a specified time. And that's all Amazon. So then once that embargo has lifted, then Amazon shares the video themselves. Jordan Khan gets to put it up on their YouTube and everybody gets to chit chat about it. But one of the things that they tell us whenever we go, because this isn't the first video, they did the same thing last year. But one of the things that they tell us before the panel starts is if you have a recording device, if you have your cell phone out, if you have anything that will, you know, text, you know, put everything away. You cannot talk about this video
1: until this specified time.
3: And I didn't actually remember them doing that last year.
1: Really? Last year it aired streaming at the same time we watched it. It was not exclusive. Well, I think it actually technically started five minutes after ours, but it was supposed to be like simultaneous. I
0: gotcha. I gotcha. But yeah, that's just kind of neat. So if
1: you come to JordanCon, you'll get
0: 10 minutes of exclusive content.
1: Or who knows what they'll be next year? Exactly.
0: Oh my gosh, I would really love to see. You know, we had you know an amazing guest artist this year, Omar Rayan. Go ahead and Google him because his art is also a little unhinged.
1: And, but yeah, in the did, best way, in the
0: best way, like the most adorable little girl with flowers in her hair, resting on top of a hideous-looking dragon. Is is He's the shrimp one. Yes, he okay. is, the, he he is the shrimp one. <laughs> he is the shrimp one. He did the he did the art for our badges. It's a really awesome <laughs> mix of whimsy in fantasy and it's
2: kind a very renaissance feel it, is. it
0: is it is yeah, um, we
1: do like renaissance
3: painting yes yes, yes. yes. Mm. he had a painting with pugs so i'm predisposed to
1: like him <laughs> <laughs> and did you buy a print i did not buy a print oh, I, I thought about it um
0: but then our our guest author for this year was wesley chu and he's an actor and he's also wrote several books i've got his book the time salvager is on my nightstand at home because I forgot it because I was going to bring it and I was going to ask him to sign it and I forgot (laughs) it. Damn it. But like, I would love to see, in addition to continuing to bring in artists and writers, because both artists and writers are so, so, so important to the JordanCon community. We got to get a shot at an actor. They're
3: currently filming season three. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I do think that we would have had at least like, Daniel Henney wants to interact with us. <laughs> you know he does. Daniel Henny seems so <laughs> engaged with the fan community and with the show. Like, he, he wants to be here. But they're currently in Prague filming season three. so And filming the show takes priority. Yeah. Even though I think guess. they should take a break for Jordan Kahn. <laughs> take a weekend off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just take a, a short trip halfway across the world.
3: That's fine. I mean, at some point we're going to get far enough in the show that some of these, like, major minor actors are just they're not gonna be on the show anymore. Yeah. Because their characters <laughs> will have died or been out of the plot for a hot minute. So like maybe then. Mm-hmm. Maybe then they can join.
0: That's actually maybe a, a good question for the rest of their group is that if if you could shoot the moon and have any kind of panel, any kind of guest, any kind of event for a future con. Again, I think the theme of this particular podcast is unhinged. So, <laughs> <you're welcome. laughs> so if you could think of like any panel topic or any guest of honor or any event that you would want to see in the future, Jordan con, what would that be?
1: Hands down, Rosamund Pike. <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, that's a, a good.
0: So,
3: I go to a Doctor Who convention in February in LA every year. Galfrey One. And I've been going to that convention probably for like 12 or 13 years by now. Nice. It's older than I am. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's a very old convention. And one of the things that I love about that con, and it feels very much, it's a little larger than Jordan Con, but it has a lot of the same feel and a lot of the same companionship. And one of the things that I love about it is that they have brought on, it's not just actors on the show, but also people behind the scenes. Mm. So they have brought on showrunners, they have brought on producers, writers, stuntmen, and and these people, you know, have panels and talk about their experience working on behind the scenes on the show. And so obviously, yes, I would love to have all of the cast from Wheel of Time come to the convention because that's a, that would be a huge draw mm-hmm. that is a huge draw for for galley as well but i think those kinds of conversations with those behind the scenes people mm-hmm. are almost more interesting mm-hmm. because after you've been to a number of galleys with the same repeating people you not every year but like they come back mm-hmm. like the answers start to be the same mm-hmm. whereas with the the behind the scenes people you don't see them as often and they have they have a lot more varied stories mm-hmm. to tell so I would love to have behind the camera Wheel of
0: Time show people. Oh man, if we could get like the Swordmaster yeah. that trains all the actors to come to like our Blade Master tournament. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Costumer um, talking about like the thoughts behind why they would do the costumes. Yeah. And, and she
1: would definitely be one of the judges in our costume Yeah. Pilot. In yeah. Project
3: Runaway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the panel, if I could do anything, I think the panel that I would want is I would want Yosha, who plays Rand, to talk about ran's journey because yosha's read all the books and i highly recommend following yosha on instagram his instagram is emo (laughs) ran he takes like nature photos and they are all in black and white and they have the most like emo kind of like moody instagram handles yosha if you ever listen to this i love it never stop But he's, he just seems to embody and, like, understand Rand's journey in a way that I think is really fascinating. And Sarah Nakamura actually tweeted this weekend, so again, the book consultant, that she and Yosha had been having conversations about what a sighting and the taint feel like to channel. And that mm-hmm. that's, I would, I just want to hear Yosha talk about Rand at length. I think it'd be <laughs> fascinating.
2: I think Finya kind of capped me on what I would want out of a panel, which is a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. I mean, I can't really add any more onto that because I've been to I've been to conventions as well. They used to do a Trek convention here in Atlanta where they would have a lot of the minor characters, a lot of the behind yeah. the scenes characters or not characters, but behind the scenes production people come out and they've they've always got a good story
1: mm-hmm. about everything. Mm-hmm. I will say as somebody who works behind the scenes, they are characters.
3: They also have stuff that you don't hear very often because Mm -hmm. all of the actors are going on interviews and Mm -hmm. you know you can read this content online. Mm -hmm. It's not the same as seeing it in person but these are experiences and stories that you don't really hear Mm -hmm. as much and it's just fascinating.
2: Yeah, like the, the writers for Star Trek Deep Space Nine in recent years made kind of a, a movie about the behind the scenes because the writers were never allowed to go on to set and interact with any of the actors at all. So there was like this big disconnect between the writing room and where they filmed and everything. And they, it was just a big behind the scenes kind of documentary about it. And it was very interesting. And that's what I want to see. Because if we get an actor, 50 people are going to have the same question for that actor and he's going to have a very learned canned response for it. You know, he might say it five different ways, but I mean, that's not as interesting. I mean, I love them. Don't get me wrong. I love them, but also
3: I I will say that if we have actors, I would not want to accept audience questions or I would want the audience questions to be pre-screened because
1: I have been in
3: panels where that is not the case. And it is always inevitably
1: Painful. No, I can 100% guarantee you that will never happen. 100%, because mm-hmm. I'm taking notes. <laughs> 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 but also, I agree with you. Like, we sent the questions to Amazon, but we pre screened them before we sent them just to make sure. We did not get any unhinged ones.
3: Yeah, that's because I didn't submit any questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, so unhinged is fine. Well, it depends on the kind of... The. Fun, right. fun, we did, unhinged.
0: But we did
1: not get any creepy ones. Creepy, right. creepy, no.
0: There was one question that they asked during the video that was submitted, and I'm heavily paraphrasing here, but the question was about whether or not this, the Sean will have a Texan accent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um confession? That, that was my question. Yes! Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> love
3: it. Asking the stuff
0: we want to know, doll. What was the answer? Rafe was the one that answered it, and it was a very roundabout answer. He's like, "It won't be Texan." It was.
2: It was, mo- it was more of a non-answer than it, anything. Yeah, he he didn't say. He, yeah, he didn't say yes or no, but he said it'll have a nod to it.
1: So that means they're going to be non-Southern actors, but that they or, could be American. Well, either that or it could be like like something like Creole or Cajun. No. Oh, like, that could also be. You know what? They could just be Southern actors and not specifically Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh, they get somebody from like Tennessee,
0: like thick Appalachian.
3: What if we just get a bunch of different American accents and we have a Valley girl, Sean Chan?
1: Oh <laughs> my God. Oh I my kind God. of need it. I kind that's of need the, it. Well, that, high, that, lady no, sir, no, high Lady no, Searle
0: is from, is from no, the Valley. It has to be Tuan. Oh my God.
3: <laughs> if Tuan is like Matt... You can't like act like that because I cannot have it this way. Valley girl is the only accent I can do, and still not very well, despite being
1: um, from California. No, yeah. well, no, you did it. I would die. You did it really well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we can't submit questions. I, I did. all, if
3: you're listening. Yes. Make two on a valley girl. <laughs>
1: You she still have she will still
3: be my problematic fave, but you will have cemented her as my problematic fave forever. <laughs> She's probably not cast yet. It could happen.
1: Sure. So do we
0: want to wrap up? Like okay. any
2: final thoughts from anybody?
0: I think we didn't really talk about the toast. So, um, the net toast was on Friday night, and like, I'm assuming most live events that we do, again, I haven't been a member for, you know, that long. Like we always do, we tell the story of how the site was founded, and curse the creators of the site for making us drink Goldschlager. No one actually makes us, it's in- completely voluntary, okay, but we do it anyway.
1: You could totally use drinks in the
3: Goldschlager is delicious. <laughs> I really liked
1: it! You haven't been drinking it um, for 20 years. <laughs> just, just... Come to a few more events you'll <laughs> you'll learn
3: she'll still like it <laughs> so I, can, I can guarantee
1: yeah like at least we don't like pass the bottle around anymore well, that in, might help in
3: covid times i'm very glad you don't yeah well yeah
0: but but it was a bit you know it was always great it's always you know <laughs> this would have been so i was at the one last year i was at the one at annie so this was my third and it's just it's always great to like hear you know everybody tries to keep it short and sweet some are funny some are more sentimental some are inside jokes that occurred 20 years ago that nobody but like two people understand, and that it, is totally okay.
1: Did anybody thank Al Gore? Somebody yes.
0: thanked Al Gore. Yes, because I wasn't there. <laughs> so, and then oh, and then somebody somebody got raised at the toast. <laughs> <laughs> and he's sitting just down the table from us. <laughs> is that the newest guy,
2: Dean? Dean. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm MDC. laughs>
1: Uh, Alex is sitting across the table from us. And
2: do, it, you have, do you have anything you'd like to input? MDD's the best company. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am MDDI, so that I bonded. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm going to go with yes, you're right. I met your warder. They're awesome. Yes. They are wonderful. I know. i you. <laughs> <laughs> How did everybody wake up this morning? Uh, uh,
2: uh <laughs> okay. Very, very abruptly. Very rudely. <laughs> abruptly and suddenly.
1: My one complaint about the con was the fire alarm this morning. I cannot control the uh, patrons of this establishment setting it on fire. How dare you, doll. dog I'm going to need you to do better. <laughs> <laughs> Confession: We just wanted you all up so you'd come to the panel. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was at least awake at nine.
1: I was not.
0: <laughs> I was not awake. I was about killed myself, tripping around my hotel room trying to put on pants. <laughs> I, 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 it felt like I had ripped off a toenail, shoving my foot into my tennis shoes, and then I grab my hoodie and I'm stumbling down the stairs, and then you walk outside, and the it, it, the sun is so bright, and you're just like, God. There were a lot of very angry, hungover people this morning. I, I, I know. I,
1: I had to get up and make sure the room was ready. So I got my hour of sleep. I'm not kidding about that. I know,
3: I know you're not. <laughs> I believe you was the terrifying thing.
1: But it was not a choice I made smartly. And uh, I had gone down to the con suite and got myself bagel and locks and had taken it outside and started to eat it and people started streaming out of the hotel. Oh, no. <laughs> and R- Riss comes over and sits down and says, somebody set the hotel on fire. Because <laughs> apparently the, the, the alarm was saying, there is a fire on this floor. Please proceed to the stairways. So, yeah, that was a fun warning. So do we think we'll be back next year? <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: obviously. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty dumb question. I can't break the streak now. No, you cannot. I'll count the July year, so I can't break the streak now.
1: I You attended it virtually, right?
2: Hey, then I've been doll 15. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doll, you can't retire.
1: I don't think I'm allowed to quit.
2: You'll have a Jennifer showing up at your doorstep.
1: Mm-hmm. I did try to quit once. when I started out, uh, the first year, I was just the assistant program director, just helping Aubrey run things. And the next year, I started the writer's track and built it up for several years until I was just ready to take a break. And I told the leadings, I like, I didn't. I can't do it anymore. I just need, a, I need some time off. And they're like, sure. like we, And I sort of shifted into a different role. I had a year where I didn't have as many commitments. And then slowly overworked myself again. <laughs> oh. now, I mean, yes, overworked myself, but not to the point that I'm going to quit. I have so much support. Like, they have made a, a point of making sure I don't. Collapse because we, we you, do not
3: want you to collapse.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, we want you <laughs> to take care
3: of yourself. <laughs> and sleep more than an
2: hour a night. Follow the three, two, one rule, please.
1: I did. That, I just accidentally stayed up until seven. Staring at the walls. Well, no, that was I stared at the wall for six hours. That was midnight, and I went downstairs and checked in on the dance, and then went outside and hung out and talked until mm-hmm. seven o'clock at the party. By <laughs> mistake, and I did go back upstairs and forgot things running and took a nap. A couple hours, mm-hmm. so I did get three hours of sleep eventually. It was just mostly after the sun had come up, actually, it was all after the sun had come up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely gonna be back next year. Yeah, There's no nope. doubt about it. Yep, yeah, same.
2: Well, because I live very close, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, that is amazing. It's a little farther for us, but that's not gonna stop us. It's worth it. This is
0: yeah. my, my uh, wedding anniversary, always occurs one, two, or three days right before Jordan So this is now our annual anniversary trip. Some people go to Hawaii. Some people go to Europe. We go to JordanCon.
2: (laughs) Your husband stays in the gaming room, and I'm sure he's happy there. Oh, he's happy (laughs) as a clam.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is his jam. That is his happy place. Maybe
1: we'll see some of you guys next year.
0: Yeah, Yeah. come talk to us. Please come ask questions.
3: We don't bite, and I'm the only extrovert, so (laughs) (laughs) come find us. Uh, The rest
2: of us definitely don't bite.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And we will have ribbons. Yes, yes, Yes. Yes. we had ribbons this year.
1: So many ribbons. So many. So
2: come and get your exclusive JordanCon ribbon.
1: (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode recorded at JordanCon. Join us next time as we discuss some of our favorite lesser-known characters. If you have any questions or topics you want to hear us talk about, send us an email at producertvt@gmail.com, at gmail.com, or you can find us on the Targolan.net Discord channel, or in general, on the forums at Targolan.net. We'll see you next time.